What dogs is it? Oh my god. No, there's hundreds of dogs here. Oh man. Hundreds yeah. of them have a nice Oh no. Honest to God. I'm I'm and I'm not exaggerating, you know. There's hundreds of them. Oh, just roaming. Just roaming. Like hundreds. Oh my god, it's like a nightmare. It must be because you've obviously got a serious phobia about this. Yeah, I have. Serious. Really, really bad. Mm. And I think it's because I haven't done any type of exposure and I've been through in. It's not like I've had, I've had a dog or a friend with a dog or, you know, or I've been round them or I've been sitting in the park. I've went from having not, not one to wild dogs. Wow. Like... Like it's definitely like um, I'm definitely getting I'm definitely getting professional help like when I get back. Bloody hell. Yeah, like it's to the point where like I can't go outside without looking around me all all the time, or me me bag strap will like go on me back and I'll jump around. <laughs> like I'm literally traumatized by it. Can I this? Yeah, it's not good, and I love it here. I love it here. Apart from that. Mm. It's um, like everything here is literally just round the block. So there's absolutely no need for me to have a car here. Yeah. No need everywhere to go. It's a two minute drive, but I can't walk. I'm like, what? Wild dogs are worse as well, aren't they? Because at least, you know, if you see people and they've got them on leads or whatever, you know, if you're in the park at home or whatever, it's yeah. different, isn't it? You know, you can. Yeah, or like the it's with, with their owner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's completely different to walking outside the door and there'll be three dogs standing outside the door waiting for you. Yeah. Or you're sitting down and you go in the shop. They're in the shop. Wow. They're in, they're in the hotels. That's nuts, isn't it? They're just like people. They, they are and they own the place. They just stand in the middle of the road like this. I'm like walking, move. <laughs> they just stop. But they, but they're like, no, you move. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the horses and the dogs. The horses are just crossing the roads on their own. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I know. Um. Oh, I need to do the shift main thing. Um. Oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing up there? <laughs> That's a wild time. Ah. Okay, can you see this? Yep. Yeah. On the coursework, we've put three videos in this, um, just in case anyone's doing this in their own time. Download them from here where it says three download at the top, because um, you'll need them as we go through, but I'll obviously play them for you today. Okay, sorry, yours, Liz. I'm, I'm, I'm pressing the start button. What am I doing? <laughs> it's 
Um, yeah, we're fine. We can go, can't we? Yeah. That is such a true saying, isn't it? Like, um, people aren't looking for the meaning of life as much as they are looking for the experience of being alive. It's more about the feeling, isn't it? And what we feel, you know, inside how things make us feel. Go on, though. Video one. Sorry. Okay. I thought I would get into it there. Video one. Right, can you see this? Black yep. screen. Yep, fabulous. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yay. Many years ago in Thailand, there was a temple that was called the Temple of the Golden Buddha. And there was a huge statue of the Golden Buddha. And word came to this village where the monastery was that an army from a neighboring country was about to invade. And they got the brilliant scheme to cover the golden Buddha, which is quite large, with mud and concrete so that it looked basically like a stone Buddha, and they, the army would perceive no value in it. And sure enough, this army rolled in with its caissons and weapons. As they passed by the monastery, they saw nothing but a big stone Buddha, and they had no reason to plunder it. Well, years went by because the army continued to occupy it until there was a time in the monastery in the village when no one remembered that the Buddha was golden until one day a young monk was sitting on the Buddha meditating on his knee. And as he got up, a little piece of concrete happened to crack off and he saw something shiny. He realized there was gold under there. And so he ran to his fellow monks and said, the Buddha's golden, the Buddha's golden. They all came out and they realized he was telling the truth and they took their picks and, and hammers and eventually they unearthed the golden Buddha. Now, what's the metaphor here? The metaphor is that each of us is golden by nature. We were born golden, we were born high, we were born knowing, we are born connected to our bliss, we are born knowing truth, we are born knowing everything every great spiritual master has ever said. We were one with the Christ, the Buddha, everyone. But then we went to school and they said, you have to dress like this, and this is what boys do, and this is what girls do, this is what black people do, this is what white people do, on and on and on. And so we developed a casing of stone over the Buddha to a point where at a young age, maybe four, five, six, or seven, we believed that we were the stone Buddha, not the golden one. And then something comes along that cracks our casing. Maybe it's an injury, a divorce, a financial setback, a governmental change, something that really scares us and bugs us and knocks off a piece of our, our armor. And only in that moment of the armor being knocked off, do you get to look inside 
and see the gold. And let me tell you, friend, that the moment you see that gold, the armor and the concrete will never satisfy you again. At that point, you truly enter the true hero's adventure. And all you want to do for the rest of your life is pick away the stone because the gold is so much more fun. Boom story. been walking around with an armor on from when we done something maybe that wasn't received well we put a little piece of this concrete on us and covered up some of our goldness and our goldness is our uniqueness maybe we got hit one time so we put a little bit more of this concrete on us and as we go through life We'll go places we don't want to go. We'll do things we don't want to do. And we'll do so much of these things that, that cover our uniqueness up inside of us, which has always been existed. And then we have this thing of, you know, finding ourselves, which there's nothing to find because it's already there. It's just chiseling off the concrete to be creating what the original unique version of us was. Like none of none of this greatness that exists in all of us is new. Life just put loads of concrete on us. Um, how can you apply this to your own life? And what do you feel is your concrete armor you have built up? Well, will you um, do the next question? I'm just going to run to the toilet quickly because I just came straight onto this live. Anyone want to share their armor that you feel like you've built up over the years? Does anyone not know what theirs is? Yeah, I think it's like layers of expectations other people have put on you, what you should do rather than what you want to do. So I think with me, it's like I've probably been quite compliant all my life in trying to, you know, do what is it was expected of me. Um, as the eldest daughter in the family and it just you know stuff like that and then um, also having that thing that you know um probably never feeling good enough so you know pleasing other people was my way to get some like positive feedback yeah yeah it's learned behavior that isn't it like yeah you start doing it and you get back something in return 
it's hard to give up that isn't it but that's definitely yeah in armor isn't it but then you forget in the end who you actually are because you've become somebody else a reflection of what somebody else wants definitely and i think a lot of people especially people like in my family i'm realizing because of lockdown and them being forced into isolation they're now like coming out of it going wow without all that stuff on the outside all the things that we were doing i don't even know who i am anymore and i think there's a lot of people that have i've reached that point all at the same time like i don't know if yeah i think that but it definitely makes you look in the mirror i think when you're in a lockdown doesn't it yeah definitely fabulous go to the next question okay so this is just exploring how you feel about the armor that you've built up How do you feel about this? A really good time to explore like your feelings around why you've put the armor on as well. Yeah. And how you think you'll feel about it, I think, as well. Like a lot, it's quite comfortable, isn't it? Being in your just depending on what it is. The armor's being put on in exchange for a feeling. So the key is to find feeling was What's your armor list? You oh, <laughs> been thinking about this a lot. I feel because we haven't spoke about this for every like. Yeah, no, no, we haven't. Um, oh my god, I, I, I understand like my own hero's journey, but my armors. Um, I went a lot of places that I didn't want to go because the people that I was surrounded by was, they would like, that was normal for them. And if I didn't want to go, I was looked at as not being fun or boring. Um, and I didn't want to be looked at as not fun or boring. So I used to do these things that I didn't get any joy from. And then yeah. after it, I had sacrificed myself in the process um and I and I didn't have a good time anyway. Helen's put um mom was to be accepted when growing up because I felt different at home life was very different to other people's. Yeah, definitely Helen. Um yeah, I um, can resonate with that as well. Do, do you think it's possible to sort of for it to um like transmute across as well into different stages. What do you mean? So, so mine was when I was about five or six, I constantly got bullied by these older lads till I was about, well, it, pin it pinnacled when I was 14. Um, but it was just, they, they were like five years older than me. So it was like constantly beaten up. Um, then I went into sort of, 
Well, I never went into boxing because of that, because my dad was always into boxing and sort of just followed me. Brothers, sort of, you know, 50 to play 40, and they probably pay 40. But then when I was like 13, I was playing golf on the field and I, I, I was doing really good at boxing. Um, my dad told me not to because it was dangerous playing golf and this, that, and the other. Um, and I got it in the head with the golf ball and I finished the sort of, he just said that I'd never, never be able to box again because of the head injury. So I become like angry then, but I was more angry with myself because it was just like a stupid, um, like child's, um, you know, I know better kind of thing. But then when it was like a year, well, just under a year later, the, the bullies come back and basically um, this is, it sort of pinnacled at this point. I was at a point where I was like angry and I become, um, they were like young adults then, you know, like 19, 20. And I stood up for myself and he ended up, basically ended up in, in, in a coma in hospital. And... After that point, till I was about 22, 23, I never become like a, um, I was never a bully, but I, I sort of, um, what's the word? I used like a toughness to sort of get through life as such. Yeah, it's a defensive. So do, do, is, is that like, Yeah. It, it's transmuting across kind of, is that the same? Yeah, and that's, that's an armour. Yeah. Defence mechanism, um, definitely, a, and the defence mechanism can, it shuts off connection as well, defence mechanisms, and that can, that can happen for a lot of us that have been hurt, so um, that that's one of mine as well. Because yeah. some, some people, like, not in a violent kind of way, but some people say, I'm cold, do you know what I mean, and I'm just like... No, if someone like pisses me off, I can just go whatever and just walk away. And yeah, um, well, the people, defense people go, yeah, yeah, I'm quite cutthroat like that. Like I can, I can shoot people down instantly. That's like something that I've worked on because. It's reliving the past, isn't it? And we need to remember that every experience is new. We tend to live through, make our decisions currently based on feelings from the past, which is a complete different scenario altogether. Is this the video? This one, isn't it? No. 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 Okay. Um, Joseph Campbell was a mythologist with an ability to see the truth in life. 
an ability so many of us have lost sight of during our lives. During his studies, he began to dissect all of our historical stories. He compared mythologies from around the world, and Joseph found one core story within them all. He called this the hero's journey. The hero's journey. Sharing what you have learned and being a mentor is where we come out of in the return. The separation is a call to adventure, a fear of uncertainty, and meeting the mentor, taking action. Initiation, challenges and finds in your tribe, slaying your own dragons, you learn the lessons, you get new understandings of yourself, and then you return to share what you've learned and be a mentor to others. We all have this journey of our own. And there's a lot of fulfillment found in this process. It can be in line, aligned with passion and um, purpose. Okay, love. Can you think of any movies, books, or stories that follow this format? Ones that are particularly memorable to you? You were talking through Harry Potter, weren't we, the other day? It was like, he has this one version of reality under the stairs in the cupboard. And then he gets his call to adventure and he moves to Hogwarts and he goes on this full journey of discovering who he was. And then he slays his dragon, which is like the first time in the first book where he beats Voldemort. And then he returns back and he shares what he's learned and, and his growth. So there is that method to, to every story, really. I can't think of any. I'm never good at thinking like things, you know, like on the spot. I'm sure there's loads. What's your favourite movie, Claire? I don't watch movies. <laughs> okay. I'm just not a movie person. Um, Do you read any books? No. Do you know any well, like, myths or legends like Hercules? No, I don't even know who Hercules is. <laughs> <laughs> think of a book then. Or think of a kids' film then, something the kids like. Matilda, is that one? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Matilda has a horrible life with her family, doesn't she? And she mm-hmm. like practically takes care of them. Mm-hmm. She goes to this school that's her call to adventure, and mm-hmm. she discovers her amazing skills, and then she lives her best life at the end. Yeah, with Miss Honey. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And when I watch something, like when we watched Matilda, whenever it was, um, I, I can understand the pattern. I'm just not very good at thinking, like, off the cuff. But, yeah, Matilda's one, isn't it? There's loads, isn't there? The all are. It's the all the same format. It's what makes yeah. it. It's what makes it the movie. Yeah. It's what makes yeah. it the... The, the, you know, happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they say it's fiction mm. and whatever, but there is a happy ending if we all follow that format. Mm. 
Yeah, Alex Big is one because he's a little kid, isn't he? And then he goes to that machine. That's his call to adventure. And then he wakes up the next day a giant human. And then he off he goes on his adventure. So glad you know all these movies. <laughs> Came with the frog here. <laughs> the next one. The three stages of the hero's journey. The separation. You are in one kind. You are in one kind of a place in life. One reality that you are then separated from. This something happens in life to shift you. The initiation is you are put into another place where you're in some form of initiate some form initiated into a journey of self-discovery. And in the return, you come back to your reality and share with those around you. It is always a call to adventure, a vision, a quest. Choose your favorite hero from a movie, story, myth to focus on, and choose the most memorable to, memorable to you and write about him or her below. So this is just like naming them. You don't have to go in depth on this question. So I'm just going to give you the better idea for when you get further to um, yours. Does anyone else not have one? Are you using Matilda, Claire? I haven't got one, Lori. <laughs> um, Use Matilda, Helen. Matilda <laughs> never changed herself either, did she? You know, like she was like, she wanted to read books and stuff like that. And, you know, her parents were like, oh, what are you reading books for? And stuff. she never changed herself. No, she never. And she stuck to the, and like, she's a truth. She was a kid, but, you know, she just that, never. She, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, my God. You know, that Matilda's such a good example. I'm going to use that. Yeah, it is. I like that. Yeah. That's what you aspire to be, really, isn't it? Like, not not let your armour, like, like consume. Yeah. And things. your conditions. Yeah. Conditions, how yeah. How and the environment. How her parents were not allowing her to be her authentic self and not allowing her. She didn't feel accepted, did she? Or She blew the telly up, didn't she? <laughs> she felt like an outcast, didn't she, most of the yeah. time? What I like about it as well is she, she found it in someone else, didn't she? So the teacher, yeah. Yeah. like, brought it out to her. So if she was meant to she, go to that school, wasn't she? Yeah, like, you like surround yourself with people who bring bring your, your authentic self out, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was her meeting her mentor, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I believe the mentor as well can also be an experience. It doesn't have to be a person. Um, what happened in the story that you can identify as the separation part for your hero? 
where or who or what did they leave for the call to adventure? Might be good, Laura, to just um, maybe edit this and just pop the Matilda thing in some of the questions, you know, for people that yeah do it in their own time, just to give a just a really really good example, actually. Yeah. Are you ready for me to move to the next one? Yeah, I think we're good. Just think we're going to be in Hawaii next week. Next slide. What was the initiation for your hero? What journey of self-discovery or adventure did they embark on? Okay, I'll come to the next one. What was the return, the comeback, the finale of the hero's story? I love Matilda's finale. I think it's my favourite of most of the stories. I know. I know. I always felt like I was Matilda, but I never got to go to that school. And I was like, <laughs> as a kid, I was like, please take me to the school. <laughs> Bye, my Miss Honey.
So you, you became Miss Honey, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Being who you wanted. Became Miss Honey. They should do like a sequel, like what was Miss Honey's story? That would be well done. Yeah, I know. That would be. Okay, we're going to the next one. We are not separate from the heroes we see in these stories. They are us. We are them. We all have our own hero's journey in our life. Oh, just for me. version of the hero's journey is you know someone um starting out in their normal protected world and then getting a call to adventure the call to adventure there's a vision there's a quest it's the story of the hero enduring some trials various trials and ordeals meeting different obstacles along the way people that hurt you people that help you doors will open as campbell would say for you where there are no doors for others Dragons will appear that are your dragons alone. You get to like the innermost cave where you really challenge the, like the greatest crisis and you find your true self. The achievement, the glory. But then that's not the end of it. That has to bring that back to the community. There's a return to tell the story. That is a heroic journey. Separation, initiation, return. All of the adventures of the human story are in there. What hero, real or fictional, did you admire and why? You have one left. Sorry? What's your hero that you admire? I haven't got one, you know. No. no. I was thinking about it a lot. And um, I've done like a lot on like hero work in the past. And because I've I've always um used myself as my own hero, so I found it difficult to um to disconnect to another hero. Well, that's, that's because you've already done the work. So you've already got to the end point of this. <laughs> that's why we're here. This is the return. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is my, this is my hero's journey. Hmm. Oh, I love you, Haley. 
<laughs> you are yours though and that's the goal you'll be yours The saying, and we live to tell the story. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That's gorgeous, Haley. Be the voice here. Okay, we'll go to the next one. Our own hero's journey may be huge, or they could be small. Some of us may experience many smaller hero's journeys in our life. Some of us may feel we have one huge significant one. Think deeply now. Can you currently identify this pattern in your life? Explore it here. Where in your story do you feel you are now? I love like just sitting and taking in the surroundings, you know, like when you're in a cafe or something and thinking, oh, I wonder what those people are up to later. And after <laughs> the minutes, I was thinking, wow, I wonder what that person's journey is. I wonder where they are. Hey. <laughs> I like thinking of them. Everyone's got a story. Yeah, I met, um, I met a friend here. Um, her name was, well, I met her in a meditation class. And I said, oh, what's your name? And she was like, well, I've got two, because I've got two personalities. And I was like, I fucking love you already. What are your two names? And she was like, Amy and Amelia. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to call you A, because Amy and Amelia are both you. And she was like, okay. And uh, we went out um, for dinner. And when was it last Sunday? And um, she said... Um, okay so how much of your story do you want to share now I'm told I'm an open book and literally we both took 10 minutes each and told each other our life story and then we had our lunch and it was yeah it was like it's so much better than I uh what have you been up to yeah. you know that small surface meaningless talk like we talked about our pains what we were feeling, 
things in the past and I was like I just met this person and that just goes to show when you're in that vibration and you're in the right place yeah do you know what I mean and I was like that's what I've always wanted to be able to connect with people who are who've got a bit of fucking depth you know what I mean yeah Mm. one was like the one naughty one well behaved or what was her two personalities yeah she's yeah she has um no she's got one that's quite like driven and motivated and very like um analytical and then she's got i personally i believe um as we're gravitating towards like our new versions of ourselves we tend to create separation in our mind don't we have like these two people which I've found that I done, I changed my name where, not me, obviously name, my name, when I was like very early 20s, I changed, what was it? Yeah, I changed my name to Liz. I was always Lizzie. Yeah. But that associated with an old version of me. So I just changed it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like my birth name because I didn't get to choose it. I wanted, like, I reached a point where I just went, I just want to be who I want to be now. So I was like, you can't call me Laura. You can't call me Laurie. Yeah, so you've changed yours, haven't you? Yeah. I changed my name by default too. Shut up, did you? What was your name? You want to know your <laughs> name. <laughs> like, Tell me. What was your name? They all flipped. I hated it. He's had changed it. They all flipped. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's like a cross, like an association, you know what I mean? With but it's learning to migrate. This was like when I didn't understand about the shadow, you know, learning to love the shadow or you can't meet your authentic self when you try to create like a separation between who you was and who you want to be rather than loving the past version to create the present version to then move into the future version. I didn't know that I just wanted to change myself, which meant that I didn't love who I was before, which meant that I couldn't be my authentic self because I hadn't met my shadow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If I only knew then what I know now. <laughs> massive, massive pressure choosing the girls' names when they were born because of my own personal issue with my name. I was like, who am I to give you a name? <laughs> Scott was like, um, the mum. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like if they turn to me and said, I don't like the name you chose, I'm gonna change it. I'd be like, Yes, Aunt, it's your name. Like not the name that we don't like though, is it? It's the version of the, yeah, version yeah. And the experience. But isn't it mad how you can just pick a name and a religion and everything for your kids? Like, I always yeah. say to Rocky, like, you want to be Jewish, Buddhist, Catholic, Protestant, like, you be what you want to do. I will love and support that. Like, I got you christened in the Church of Scotland, but if you ever want to change that, like, I'm cool with it, you know? Like, yeah. isn't it mad you have these people and it's like, right, there you go, that's what it is. But my friends in Spain, have had two kids and haven't got them birth certificates yet. 
because yeah. they're like, why, why, why do I need to? Like, why do I need to get the birth certificates? You know, but for school and things like that, I suppose they're going to need to eventually. But they've got two kids actually under one. Like, it's crazy. They, 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 she literally got pregnant like ten minutes after giving birth, and they've got two <laughs> kids under one. And I'm like, I can't believe that you've not got them bus lines there yet. And she's like, Why do I need them? Why? I won't be getting my kids for anything. My kids won't be making communions or nothing like that. Yeah, no, it's it's like, why do you need them? Why? It's crazy. I don't think that's probably the only reason why. I mean, really, you can't get the kids into a decent school, can you? No, not not here. Like, it's like, it's a party. The christening and the communion, it's just like a big party. Christenings, especially, it's like a, like a, isn't it? But, um, yeah, like in Scotland, it's like a wedding, you know, guys. Like they have yeah. it fixed there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, awesome. Christenings are like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like what? Like what's it all for? Do you know what I mean? Like Everyone it's like people else. say about marriage, like oh, we love each other, so let's get the government involved. Do you know what I mean? Like why do <laughs> people get married? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like let's let's legally get us stuck together. Do you know what I mean? So romantic. <laughs> yeah i've just realized because i changed it like it was christened maureen and like obviously only like legal documents that maureen but like when i got to know how old i was i decided i was going to be now <laughs> and then yeah. um yeah, I feel much happier. I love Mo, you know. I love I yeah. love that name. I've got an auntie Mo and she's Maureen as well. And I just think Mo's like such a cool name. Like I'm Mo. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Mo. <laughs> but it's, I don't know. It's, it just felt as though it suited me better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I I now I now want Elizabeth now. I'm at that point in my journey where I've gone right the way back to me birth name now. Baz, just get on Deadpool. <laughs> 17 quid or something. <laughs> no, that's what it is. That is my name. My name is Elizabeth. Yeah. But I'm like back there now. And I'm like, okay, so in work, my name's Liz then, obviously, because it's too late now. There's fucking apps and books and all sorts of shit. <laughs> 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 that's that's you're telling us to start calling me Elizabeth now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, right, okay. There's too much stuff. I got, I got to change your name. <laughs> You're too far in with the list now. It's not getting changed. Yeah, too far into this. Yeah. The introduction will be longer than the book. Lizzie, <laughs> formerly known as Liz for sure, also known as Best Self, also known as Liz for sure, now known as Elizabeth. <laughs> we grow. She's yeah. acting like friends. You're acting like friends now, guys. Enough of that. <laughs> I just have to die that many times, hey, to find who I was. That's all. Oh. Okay, we'll go on to the next one. I'm going to come on next week and I'll be like, listen, guys, I'm now known as such and such. <laughs> yeah, my name's H. <laughs> when I was younger, my friends used to say, like, is Haley or Carmen coming out tonight? Because I used to act mad and used to go, oh, here's Carmen starting. But I'd start like, doing all that mad behaviour and they used to go, who's coming out tonight? Is it Haley or Carmen? <laughs> By my alter ego. <laughs> yeah, alter ego. <laughs> The one thing that keeps us from a mountaintop, from slaying our dragons, is fear. 
Fear is anything that gets in us. It's a beast, a monster. We face it every day, small beasts and huge beasts. Fear that is unfaced has a tendency to creep and follow us through our experiences. It toxifies our perceptions. Love is what we are born with. Fear is what we learn. We can't get rid of fear completely. Where would it go? We face it and we move through it. Courage isn't a lack of fear. It's the ability to face it. Just like running a marathon, courage requires training, small steps forward. Do the things that scare you. Courage comes afterwards. Face your dragon and slay. What dragon or dragons have you slayed? What would that one Liz? So just, so what would it be again? So the slaying the dragon would be, um, if we look at Matilda, Matilda um, remained authentic, didn't she? Yeah. And who she was. So she continued to do the things that she enjoyed. Um, like one of my dragons is forgiveness. Like there's no way that I could have moved on to the next stage of the journey if I didn't find forgiveness and purpose in like previous pain. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was like attaining like resentment and anger, attaining like victimization into power. Yeah. To like unstuck, that's not a word, is it? Unstuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Yourself, isn't it? Yeah, exactly yeah. that. It can be like events as well, like going through a divorce or something traumatic, you know, something you've made it past, isn't it? Oh. What's your thing that's changed you? Like some of us might have loads of little dragons, mightn't we? Some of us have one giant one we've got to face. Yeah. Loads of little ones come with the giant one as well, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mini dragons. Mini dragons. Got like a real adventure. Yeah. Got loads of kids in the old chase you. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you just booked yourself Love Sunday's ticket? I'm coming for both days. Well, it's, it's only on Sundays. So you know, but you said it. you said Saturday or Sunday, and my message is saying I'm doing both. Oh yeah, well I, I put a poll on <laughs> yeah. Tuesday and yeah. the Sundays. So I've um I, I should have waited and came on here first to tell you to make sure that you've got a place because there's only five places. Um, but obviously I've only posted it once and it was in the middle of the night. So I need need to tell you about it because there's only five places. Um so when's that starting? Well, it's the first one's on the 10th of October. Yeah. So that, that one's up now. It's in my house. It's coming to the roast dinner for mine. So I'm doing like a sell. Is sell it really a roast dinner? Yeah, fucking right. It's a Sunday. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? It's really a roast dinner. What do you mean? Well, we have to have food. So it makes sense to have a roast dinner. That's hilarious. 
why not? <laughs> I'm not feeling it like. <laughs> it's getting ordered in from the roast. Well, Indigo Greens just being voted best in the world, haven't they? Yeah. Best in the world. Yeah, best in the world. So um, it's pre-orders with, pre-orders with them. So they're cooking the um, the roast and um, it'll all be dropped off. But I um, I live right on the lake, you know, where the ducks are. So there'll be, um, I've already ordered all the stuff. It's already been sent. So the sound, sound bowls, gongs. Mm. I'm going to do like um, sound bath meditations. Mm. Um, it's like a women's sharing circle. Um and self-work and yeah we'll just see where it takes us but i know it'll be it'll be nice and i just want it small aren't you a bit worried about like who's coming to your house yeah a little bit but i know that the only people that are going to want to come and sit in a space yeah. with me, a few people are going to be people who have already met so i know mm. it's only like in a circle and program people yeah. i know it's not going to be anyone else mm. Because they, they would come on a program. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, I'm, I'm regretting putting it as a public event, so I'm going to change it later to make sure that it's only... Um, on Instagram? Yeah, well, it's a private... Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, I'm not afraid of anyone coming because whoever coming is coming because they, they need to receive something. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like... Mm. I don't think there's any there's gonna be any malice or anything and no uh, like for because no one's ever come to my house ever. Like I'm like a, a hermit, aren't I? Like I'll go out to everyone else's house, but no one comes to mine. But as you say, you're bound to know them anyway. I will know them. Oh yeah. Yeah, I will know them. But um yeah, I think the type of event it is, it's yeah, I know. why you don't have to And who's attracted to that? Yeah, yeah. Mm, no, I don't you mean. It sort of feeds people out, I think. If I was doing mm. some sort of rave or something, then maybe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I put in, I thought, I'm going to, we need something like round, and I thought, I'm going to put it in. And I put it in, and uh, self-love. And you know what, come up in the event? I saw that, Greenfields. Greenfields, I thought, you know what? Why don't we start with that? What the actual fuck? I was like, I put self-love in and I've got a rape. Like, <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's um I just thought it'd be nice considering I'm gonna be there because I'm gonna be leaving again. So while I'm there, it'd be nice. Yeah. Do you book it on the app, Liz? Um it's on Eventbrite. Oh right, okay. Um yeah, it's on Eventbrite. There's tickets being sold, hasn't there, Lord, for that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you find it via the app? It's not on the app yet. It's on Eventbrite. It was on the swipe up on the stories. Oh, uh, I must have missed that then. Is that gone now, the story? Oh, you've seen it because it said roast dinner on it. I know, I have seen it. Oh no, but... I missed the roast dinner thing. I thought you were joking. No, I've seen it and I saw, I saw that the roast dinner was from Indigo Green, so I thought, that is amazing. I thought, I can't wait for this. Yeah, there it is. It was posted 18 hours ago. That's what it looks oh, like. I'll have a little look here. Do you know what, though? Today, because I was away last night, I literally had about 15 of yours to catch up on, so I <laughs> might have just missed that one. Yeah. I had a binge yeah. when I got in. 
<laughs> yeah, like what the hell is going on? An Instagram binge, yeah. Yeah. Um, what dragons? Right, okay. Sorry, gang. Don't know where I went on that one then. Um, we've got other things we need to talk about as well, but let's get this done. Let's see. What is our dragon? We project out our fear and create this antagon in antag antagonist that we have to slay. But what actually, what's actually happening is we are dealing with the energies outside ourselves is a projection of what's inside of us. We choose our monsters, our dragons, our biggest obstacle is ourselves. We can love our dragon too. Our soul's journey is about overcoming our fears and we then gain personal power. The best moment in life often comes after our struggles. There is a gift in believing this. Don't turn that over yet, I just want to you. There is a gift in believing this. Um, okay. You good? Yeah. Think again now, what dragon or dragons have you slayed? Is your answer any different than before we explored the dragons? That one was just like reassessing it in case people didn't go that deep on the first one. Yeah. Like actually like no a slayed me neighbour or something. <laughs> <laughs> I had to forgive me neighbour. <laughs> yeah. Is it really a roast? A <laughs> <gasps> oh. random book. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. What do you feel is coming next for you in your story? I feel like another call to adventures coming to you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like these questions, I was like, yeah, we're ready to go again. Yeah, I feel like another story's beginning. And I think that's, that, that's inevitable, isn't it? When you reach that point, it's another, you go and discover other things, don't you? Especially when you can find purpose in it, like... Mm. sharing your story and then you go right I'm good with that now okay what's next off we go yeah because that's growth that's growth isn't it the yeah the next one right okay we'll go on the next question you know sure questions aren't they so we can um what the hero brings back is the story the lesson the teachings the way out for others the purpose in the pain the giving back is the essence in the journey. We rise when we lift others. Your story is your truth. And this will undoubtedly have an effect on others. 
Can you identify yet what your return will be? What is going to be your story to bring back to the community? What have you discovered so far along your journey that you could help others with? Did Alex have to go then? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. she'd have really loved this. Lord, you to uh, me a favour and just um, DM the partner thing. And just in case, because we've only sent it out today, it's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Thanks. I think that might need to be done. DM you or the people? The people. Oh. <laughs> do you want a secret DM? <laughs> You're like, you don't even question what me now, do you? You're just like, there's, there'll be a reason why, so whatever. Yeah, I'll DM you. I don't know why you want to DM to yourself, but. <laughs> no, I mean that. Does anyone want to share their story? Does anyone not know their story? Like what? No. We're going to do it in the visualisation anyway. Yeah. Don't mind sharing a bit of like, like where I've kind of come out now. What was my point? What was my starting point? I don't know whether this answers the question. Um, but basically, my was. I suppose you could say the initiation stage was last year. I went through a really, really bad breakup with my partner. And um, it was like horrendous. And Liz did um, a lockdown program through on Instagram. And that's kind of how I started the, what stage is that? The separation stage. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started yeah. kind of like chipping away all the concrete and stuff like that. But it was at that point where things couldn't have got any worse. Um, it's just like my life had just turned upside down and I was like, you know, and I don't know where to be if I never like originally found that bloody thing on Instagram where we had this lockdown thing because the initial stage or the initial starting it, just, it kept me going. Do you know what I mean? And, like, the journey since then to now, and I feel like I'm kind of coming back to me return because I've learned all this stuff that I just want to share with everyone. Yeah. You know, with people who I feel like I just, like, I've got blinkers on. Yeah. And I've got this feeling that I just want to, like, you know, shake some people. <laughs> like oh my god you know if only you could like you could say yeah exactly but my starting point was definitely last year well the start of lockdown it was really so 18 months ago when the shit hit the fan and um and yeah 
and I've gone into doing all this. Self-worth. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I know. Mm. And I don't know where to be now, you know, if honest to God, and I mean that. I'm not just saying it because you are all on here. But I think if I hadn't kind of got into it and started working on on me on my own head and what was going on inside, like you just don't know, do you? Scary to think. It is. It all comes to us at the right time and when we're ready, like that was resonating with you at the time because you were ready to go deeper. And this is why that we can never share these messages with people who aren't ready to hear. Yeah. What is it about the teacher will appear? You know the one I mean, don't you? Yeah, when the student is ready, the um, the teacher will appear. Yeah. It's such a lovely story. Well done, honestly. Gorgeous story, that. Mm. Thank you. I get where you're coming from there, Claire, you know, to be honest, because mm. I was in a similar position, well, sort of similar position. Now, I, I didn't know Liz or Laurie or, to be honest, I didn't know any of you kind of thing. And, you know, when you just, you're just on Insta, Insta or whatever and you scroll through and you see someone, you're like, okay, what's this? And, you know, you start watching things and you're like, yeah. She talks a bit of sense here, like only a bit of less. Don't get big headed. But <laughs> no. you know, when you just and, and things just pick up, don't they? And you think, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know, there's like it's probably wrong to say there's a million and one people out there who do this no, kind of thing, is. but um, it's the resonance. Yeah, resonance people don't you, you can sort. I, I can sort of get where you come from. Do you know what I mean? Where sometimes you you listen to. Um, to other people yeah. and they're talking similar things but it doesn't actually land that well do you know what I mean and mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah you've got to I know what you mean yeah resonate with the speaker and I think a lot of people um they don't they, they, they don't fully authentically show where they maybe haven't come to terms with everything and are not ready to um take their mask off and maybe there may be some fear of judgment as well in sharing their full authentic pains and that stops a lot of messages resonating properly when you don't fully you know show show Mm. where, where it came from and then there are a lot of people that share messages who are incredibly like so far in their journey um, and I've come to terms with everything and, and uh, completely authentic but they're, they're in 5D like I live in 5D but I speak in 3D there's different mm. dimensions and different frequencies and we all live in different dimensions but until we all want to live in the fifth dimension and it's easy to come back into the third dimension because it's life and we're all popping and out of it. But these people who are in this 5D dimension, which is which is brilliant, they um they can't speak 3D language. And if someone's in 3D, they can't understand the 5D. And I only know that because I've listened to the same people when I've been in 3D and when I've been in 5D. And I can I can only hear them when I'm in a five day. 
yeah, anyway, I'm talking in fucking 5D now, aren't I? But that, <laughs> we, need, we need a workshop on that. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Should we do yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'll be, that'll be good. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Andy, I know what you're saying, but I think, like, if... Because I've done, like, coaching programmes in the past and stuff like that, but I think you you meet the person you're supposed to do it with don't you you've got to trial yeah. all these other things out before you meet you know the person you're supposed to do it with because we've all met each I know we haven't met each other but you know it's like our little gang we all yeah. know each other yeah. don't we our gang yeah it exactly is it yeah is. Gang. We more than we would do with like people in our family and things yeah, yeah but that, it's true that's because the safety here and healing and growth can only happen in safety. Mm. And if I am not showing that I feel safe with you and being vulnerable with you, you can't be safe with me. That the, the most important part in all of this is safety. Mm. And someone who's trying to share a message who doesn't feel safe will never be resonated with. Mm. Because when I first started, like the one to one program, no, you come on it, and I was like, that's full of women. I was like, oh, what the ones are there? I was like, that the first couple of weeks, no, you think, oh, but the first like week, I was thinking, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> but, but then I just thought, you know what, just stick with it. And I'm so glad I did, to be honest. Like, it's, uh, yeah. it's, because no one would have thought that though, would they? No. But since that, since we passed like through the programs, I'm seeing because that's been the case in the past, it's been more and more women. And like Andy's like gonna be the exception to the rule forever. Because it's just like women now, isn't it? And it's what funny. is it? It's saying one of the girls. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was... I was no, thinking more like Bossy, Charlie's Angel. I was thinking Charlie's like Angel. Ah. <laughs> you're the exception to the rule. I mean, just special, Andy. I mean, you're very special. Uh. You know, when I talk about things, though, my mum goes, if you carry on with this witchcraft, you need to grow up. And I'm like, you're nutcase. You know, you're the nut here. And she's like, you're crazy. The way you talk about things. And I'm like, Martha, you're the mad one. Definitely not me. She's like, you've been into all this hocus pocus all your life. And I'm like... No, ma'am, I'm just actually awake. Like, I just literally see things for what they really are instead of you. But she's one of these mad people that doesn't get it. Do you know what I mean? She's, like, Catholic, so even, like, going to a spiritualist is, like, bad to her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very you know the type of women I'm on about, don't you? Like, oh, yeah. black and white, do you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. just talking in fancy. Yeah. <laughs> no, she'd have me section. She'd have my way took off me. <laughs> You've been into all this focus pocus I'm pure mum. I'm just talking about positivity for fuck's sake. Don't start me if you want to talk about hocus pocus, we'll go there. Yeah, Imagine I, if you said that listen, I'm just talking in five D, you're still in street. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is though. My sister me the other day and she said, I'm not doing this, blah blah blah. And I said, Why why haven't you spoke to me about it? And um she'd she'd spoke to me mum and my mum told us to stop living in a fucking dream world. 
That's Martha. The other day we were talking to oh. someone about the government down down in the old town, and my mum went, "Please don't speak to my Haley about anything like that." She goes right into one, and the guy <laughs> came right over to me. He was he was like a normal person. He came right over to me and he was talking about stuff. My mum went, "Told you not to bring any of this up to her. She'll just go on and on and on about it." <laughs> oh god i'm just uh, i'm hopeful for people to like to get to this point where we're at you know what i mean because it's the only way isn't it to like find yeah. what like and you know mm-hmm. and, and to have boundaries and, and to not allow things to happen and to go in a direction that we want to we want to be it's the only way isn't it is to connect with ourselves yeah, absolutely is. And even like when it's a full moon, her head goes and I tell her that. I go, you know what? Like you're just reacting at the moon right now. Like you're obviously crazy. And she's going, this is what I'm in about the hocus pocus. What's been up for you all your life? Well, you know what? Tell her, right. Tell her, go and get, I'll, I'll fucking send you the paper, right? That, that the ocean, right? Science mm-hmm. is when the moon free when there's a full moon the energy frequency changes the mm-hmm. tide the tide of the ocean changes like a scientific fact the tide the, the moon energy changes the tide of the ocean now this uh-huh. is the water right it changes the, water Liz, can i tell you how blocked this woman is she lives on the beach and she has shutters down that she can't hear the ocean can you imagine anything nicer than live like sleeping in your bed and hearing the ocean she is so blocked by things she she deliberately drowns that out ah honestly i'm like i would i would love to like live where you live out of the windows open to hear that noise and she's pure a fucking racket is what that is (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and that crazy, isn't that crazy? I'm like, that is the most amazing noise in the world. <laughs> no, and yeah, no, she's totally blocked. I don't well, know anyway, what we're 70% made of water, our bodies. So if 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 the tide can change off the moon, then how is it not changing us and our emotions? Exactly. Like, I feel it, like I genuinely feel it myself do you know what I mean oh I do yeah every time I've, I've been doing some work on this I, to be honest I've been quite obsessed about it lately um, mm-hmm. a little bit too obsessed about it um, and I've found like an algorithm how we can pre pre um, calculate our feelings yeah and I was so emotional so we're going to be able to know soon yeah. ourselves. Hmm. Like, I always feel, like, mega, mega emotional and, like, yeah, like, emotional's the word when it's a full moon. Yeah, the energies are just high, do you know what I mean? But we, it all falls in line with a, well, it's like a 30-day cycle. And mm-hmm. um, we we get like, um, there's different chemicals that are released in our brain at different times. And we go through like four core shifts and these four core shifts happen every 30 days. Uh Uh-huh. So we can figure out how long we're in each shift for and how we're going to feel. So you can know dates in advance. And it just gives you the thing as well as, yeah, I'm not crazy. Like, I'm just in this shift now. Shall I start tracking that, do you think? 
Yeah, well, I've already, I've already done it. And yours is the same as mine. It'll be different dates. It'll be different mm-hmm. dates. It'll be different dates for you, but it's the same. It's the same, like, um, four, uh-huh. four pinnacles. So it'll just be different times. So I'm going to share it all with you so you know um, what ones you're in. It's all, it's in line with, like, women's, a women's cycle as well. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah. I mean that's just the whole when are you doing this, Liz? Are you doing a workshop on it? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I do, it's gonna be a lot. Um I tried to do a post on it, but I couldn't fit it all in. It's definitely gonna be a workshop, or I think it'll probably be, be more. I think there might be some sort of like calendar developed in the app or something for it. Because that, that was yeah. the first thing I thought when you said that, that the women's cycle. Yeah, like, yeah. That, it's definitely linked, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it, it, it's got the cycle, the moon, um, and the seasons. Um, yeah, it's all them together. Brilliant! It's it, it's fucking genius. I think it's the best thing that I've that I've ever found. It's, I hate it when my my I'm not onto it before it comes, and it fucking that winds me up even more because I, I yeah. am. That is me, and and when Knocks I'm on it, you for sex. Yeah, you feel a bit more in control, don't you? But then when it comes and you forgot, you're like, yeah, and you can through these shifts as well. You feel like a different person. You feel like you're all right and you were up there and everything was great, and then you feel like you've smacked the floor and there's something wrong with you again, and that's not true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hormones that are being. Um, and there's different chemicals being released in our brains at different times. In one of the pinnacles, um, it's it's a really good time, like for communication. Um, the left and right brain communicate at heights in that time. So there's certain things that you can do in certain pinnacles. It's fucking incredible, and I can't wait to share it with you. Um, you sorry, Les, like your creativity and stuff, like where yeah. you're at, you know, like that. So, you know, when you, you know, your time is like where you'll have your ideas and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. What I find as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can schedule things in for certain times, isn't that? Yeah, love it. Yeah, so you can be at, you can be at your peak at all times then, and putting things at different times. And when you're not, you know, you're not, and you can allow yourself that fucking 10 minutes. This so, has yeah. to be the most genius thing. Because I knew knew what you're talking about, and I was like, ah, yeah, because I track mood and everything goes in, because you can do it on your phone now. I've started doing that, like, the last um, six months or something. Um, But honestly, the more you say it, it's like, I've never heard anything like that. No. There's nothing. Because it takes, it's like science, isn't it? And it takes years. It took me three years to be able to get something bringable to even talk about it now. Uh, that's um, just now, like I know, now, I know now, I know, like I yeah. know that it's, yeah. it's right, and there's an algorithm that anyone can use for themselves. It's the mm. same, we're just all different times. Mm. But it didn't used to be different times years ago because the technologies and frequencies, right? Let's let's do the hero. <laughs> <laughs> can you identify yeah, what your return? We've done this one, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you truly feel about this journey face those emotions if you have already um encountered your um initiation explore that here 
um, what did you go through and what did you conquer and how did it change your life? I feel like there's too many questions here. I'm like, what was the last question? This is in initiations. The last one will have been. It was about um, adventure. Tell your story. It was about your return. What what are you bringing back? Oh, so it's backwards, yeah. What are you bringing back? Yeah, so what did you get through? So then where did I? Sounds um, dead serious, doesn't it? Initiation. Dun, dun, dun. It is, though, because you can identify it and know I can as, like, like if this hadn't have happened, I never would have been doing this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah. So it just sings at you, doesn't it? Butterfly effect. Yeah. For me, Liz, I feel like you can be in different... I feel like I'm in different points of the journey for different things in my life. Does that you make sense? Yeah, so you've got, you've got a few hero's journeys then. Got a few stories, say. Yeah. Mm. Then we go from one story to the next, though, don't we? Yeah, yeah or simultaneously, yeah, at different yeah. points. It's never, we never get, you know, we get to where we kind of, we tell our story and then kind of think like, well, my experience is like plateaus for a bit and then something else kind of, you're drawn to something else or something else. Definitely. You know, think there's something else I need to do or want to do or, you know, it can be something bad happens or whatever and you think, you know, this is it, this is enough now, I need to change. But there's always another, there's another, always another cycle, isn't there? Other, yeah, uh, it can be a couple of cycles running at once. It's like yeah, my big one was when I was diagnosed with um, lymphoma, and it was grade four, so there's no grade five. Like you know, it's dead serious. It's like I'm told the chances of you know of it being terminal, and there's you know a sixty three percent chance it'll kill me, and all this stuff. And it was like in that time, I made a decision that I wasn't going to be one of those 63%. I was going to be part of the other 36%. And so from that minute of making that decision, and it, it amazes me even now when I think about it, because, you know, when they told me, I didn't get upset. Like, I think if somebody would have said to me before, if somebody told you, like, you know, you were dying of cancer, what would you do? I'd go all burst into tears and it's this, that. And I didn't. I was like a moment of clarity and I thought I've got a choice there I'm not gonna die so what do I do not to die and it's like what I do is I live my best life as much as I can um, and I create if the worst happens I have to create memories for my, for my kids I'm not gonna be that person who's lying in bed saying where was me and why did that happen to me um, no. and you know, I did loads of holistic things because I'd always been into positive psychology. I'd already done my master's NLP training and all that. And it was like, you can't share, like be a mentor to others on all this stuff. And then when something bad happens, you go into your little shell and like pretend that, oh, this is awful. And you know, how bad is this? It's like, you've got to live it and breathe it, haven't you? So 
And I think that's what made the difference. I truly do, because unfortunately, my brother had exactly the same illness as me, diffused large B cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and he died. And he got it 18 months after I did. Um, and it's not that he didn't have a positive mindset. He did, but he never followed through with actions. So he stayed no. in the house all the time. You didn't it's really, really realize, isn't it? Um, you know, it's like you've got to, it's not just thinking it, it's doing it, isn't it? Yeah, it's being, being, it's it, being it? it, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it definitely does. I believe that like we can, we can overcome and heal anything with our mind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because it's overcoming like, whatever caused it, isn't it? Yeah. It might be something that happened to me and my brother. When we were kids, trauma, isn't it, as well, like unresolved trauma as well. Yeah, manifest into illnesses, can't it? And yeah. how we how we feel about it, how we face it, if we're aware of it, if we're not. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's incredible, Mel. Mm. It's amazing. Journey. Well, then you see, then your life goes back to kind of normally it's like I'm never going to take life for granted I'm always going to do this and of course then it doesn't and then it goes kind of like you go and then I found me vibration and my energies were going low again and found Liz and then I thought this is the time now to re-energize my vibration because I know I'm sticking because you feel yeah. it you want you to aware of it you can never not be aware not aware mm -hmm. of it again once you know, you know, don't you? And, yeah. and you know, when you think mm, this isn't good, I need to raise yeah. the vibration again. Otherwise, you're like, you're waiting for something else bad to happen then because your vibration's low. When your vibration's low, you're attractious. Yeah, and then you, that's it. You're just in shit permanently. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we're just all on the same wavelength there, aren't we? Like, that just makes so much sense. Well, mm. I probably resonate with that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And that's why it's like one circle. It's like we're in a spiral, isn't it? We go from one thing into We the just other. need a little something to just keep us here, don't we? Yeah. What this is, that's what this is. It's just a little um, check back from everything that's going on and remaining here. Okay, love, sorry, we'll do the day. Um, see what the next one is. What similarities can you find between you and your chosen hero? Characteristics, the actual journey and the lessons. Well, I picked a hard one, you see, because I picked the Buddha. So, you know, like he was a prince and then he went away and to find like, because he, he wasn't happy with the way things were going down and like, you know, the way he was treated one way and where he's still brilliant and he had all the riches in the world, but he wasn't happy and he went away to find what that was. And then I suppose he came back to, um, to then, you know, share that then with the world. Yeah. About, you know, it's not about external environments, it's about what's going on internal that makes the difference to, to who you are. That's a really resonating, isn't it, with what your story is there, what you've just told? Mm. How your internal environment has, has shifted your reality is completely different to what it could have been. Yeah. What happened before with others. 
Okay, the next one. When we apply the hero's journey to our life as a framework, we can create our magic. When we feel fear or lack in any form, we must channel our inner hero. Think what would Superwoman or Superman do? We can use that energy to propel ourselves forward, to elevate our life, to reap the personal rewards. We must go through a period of self-development and growth. We cannot stay in the comfort zone. Nothing grows there. By working on our self-belief and taking massive action, we in turn achieve what we set out to do. We can all do better and be better. Our greatest selves are right there within us. They have been all along and it's time to remove the armor. We are heroes. We don't think of super woman or Hercules as having limits. They smash through walls, ceilings and even roadblocks. Our biggest future comes when we meet our truest self. Who we really are when we remove all that we were focused, for, all that we were forced to take on as concrete armor during our life. Write yourself a mini letter here telling yourself what you are going to do when you experience setbacks, roadblocks, hypothetical ceilings, and tell yourself what you deserve, all you can dream of. That's a good way to, yeah, write it to you in a child if it helps to express better. I'll just read the next question. I'm going to have to drinking like two liters of water. This letter is your go-to when you have feelings of self-doubt or lack confidence. For your homework today, voice record this and save it to your phone. Play this anytime you need that boost. Be your own motivator, your own best friend. It's such a powerful tool. Once upon a time in the forest, there was this little tiger cub amongst a flock of sheep. And he ate grass, 
and he wandered around with the sheep. And when he tried to say anything, all that came out was a sort of little meow, not much of a roar. And one day, through the forest, comes a large male tiger. And he's just about to pounce on the sheep, and he sees this tiger cub. He says, what are you doing here? Tiger cub goes, bah. Picks the tiger cub up by the scruff's neck, and he carries him over to a pond, and he puts his face over, and he says, look, see that face? You're not a sheep, you're a tiger. The male tiger says, okay, we need to do something. Slays a sheep, and he grabs a big hunk of raw meat, and he shoves it in the little tiger's mouth. And the little tiger gagged on it is all due on the truce. But it went down. And he got a little bit of energy, and pretty soon he had a bigger tiger roar. And eventually, he had a full tiger roar, and he went off with the male tiger. I think the moral here is self-evident. If you're a tiger living among sheep, you're a pretty poor specimen of a tiger. Um, and we are all tigers living among sheep. We are all individuals with an, a self that we don't even begin to understand. And unfortunately, I mean, you can open the metaphor out, the food we get from the culture around us is maybe food for sheep, it's not food for tigers. Schools were created for sheep as well. Most of the knowledge that's given to us, when when he says food, I took that as food as in whatever we, we digest for our brain. And there's a world out there that's been created for sheep. The world around us and the information that's available, the information that's available now obviously is, is diverse, but initially the information that we've digested and what we've been programmed with and brought around with is um, for sheep and we are all tigers, but we're all living among sheep. And it's finding that like, um, finding the other tigers. Hi, we're all here now. <laughs> so think of Dor Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. She had to confront her inner barriers. The journey she went on wasn't just to work out how to fight the Wicked Witch. It was to discover how she can access her own inner resources. She got back home by clicking her two heels. It was within her the whole time. She wanted to go back home, but it only mobilized. What? Read that for me, love. But it only mobilised for her when she faced her own challenges and was able to test herself. Dorothy became her highest self because of her journey of growth. 
the most important thing these stories all teach us is to go beyond our limits of possibility. Connecting with ourselves, our psyche is heaven on earth. So true. So true. Um, how do you feel about your transformation process now? Any captions like that, Laura, you'll have to read because the words are moving. Okay. Dyslexia life. I read an interesting thing on Friday, Liz, about um, obviously, you know, like Friday the 13th, it was. And mm -hmm. it, was all to, it was all to do with, um, it was funny enough, going back to like moon cycles and things like that. This guy I met years ago when I beat the Cafone, he, he, he sends me stuff and um, he's like a proper like shaman. And he was, um, it was going back to, I can't even, I'll dig it out, I'll forward it on in the, in the group or something, you know, um, it was all to do with, um, what's, what's the word, like disempowering women and dumbing down a population and that's why it were, you know, like burning the witches, they used to sort of burn them on the 13th of every month and stuff like that and it, it went into all, um, I can't think which king it was, I'm thinking like James the 13th or something mad like that. But and you like, really if you could send me that, you know. Yeah, it, but it was mad because it, it, it sort of went into the thing about, you know, you talk about like women's cycles and moon cycles. And yeah. it's like, it was everything tied into the number 13. It was, there's like 13 ladies cycles a, a year and stuff like that. Oh, it, please it, send that in. I would love to read that. Yeah, send it, it in. Only because I think if, you know, this 13 thing, it might be like um, lineage healing that needs to be done. No. Because it, it might it, might be happening with us now, but it might have happened with great great grandmothers and stuff like that, which yeah, is awesome. It was about four. It was long, like it was about four pages, but it, it was sort of there was a bit of depth into it, you know, into the. Um, yeah, I'd love to read it. Yeah, it's a bit like what they do, the media do now. They sort of, you know, you know, mishandle everything to sort of to their yeah. own benefit, and that's benefit. what that that's how it started. Sort of women becoming getting a voice. So they sort of classed them as witches because they were awoke, really, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. what was going on? So that and that, and then it sort of went into the different moon cycles and things like that. And uh, um, not, it, a lot of it tallied around the thirteen, and it went back yeah. saying actually pre pre that thirteen was a lucky number, you know. So, but I'll yeah. I'll I'll forward it on. You can add it in. It's it's probably too big to put into the the, the circle, to be honest. But. Um, a link or what is it, it? It it was an email he wrote. Oh, um, yeah. Um so he, every now and again he just sent me stuff and you know I, I've got loads yeah. of stuff there, but I don't read up it sounds terrible, I don't read all of it because some of it's like 20 pages long, you know, he's just like oh, but, wow. um, he needs to create a blog, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, well he it does all kinds of you know um, retreats and stuff like that. He uses the the barn and Ibiza, we, we let them yeah. use that kind of thing. So, um, but but yeah, he's. Um, I'll I'll sort of forward it on, and I don't know if there, is there a limit, Laurie, into the the circle of like how many characters you can add in, or I don't think so. Yeah, 
I'll see. I'll see if I can like just copy and paste. Yeah. Um, but it might have to be like part if one. If not, part we can two. put it into a uh, we can put it into a document file and and yeah, um, yeah. name on the bottom, and uh, we can put a link in. Yeah. No. It, it was. It was sort of. You know. I was just thinking about that for you um, when you were talking about your yeah, that'd be handy. algorithms kind of thing. It was yeah, I need to. Um, I've been working on it a lot, and um, normally I'm quite quick with anything new that I'm doing. But with this, it's it's took years, like years. Yeah, but um, it's, it's like natural science, isn't it? It's sort and, of yeah. It's so not... um, and I knew that I wouldn't put it out, you know, until I'd and after it's nearly there now. It's like literally nearly there, but I still. I've just become obsessed with it, I think, to be honest. Done's better than perfect, isn't it? You know what I mean? I need to just fucking do it. But I'm like, I'm what this man. I'm like, I'm obsessed with the whole like structure of it. But um, yeah, I'm just thinking how uh, what would be a best way to put it out. And I think that um it's probably gonna be a calendar. So Laurie, I need to speak to you about how we can best It'll be a workshop, but I think there needs to be something for people to use afterwards. Um, okay, we'll go on to the next one. So village visualization. Dun dun dun. Um okay. Um Spotify. Oh, should I stop sharing the screen? The last one's only the um what have you yeah. Lost something with me. Um, right. I'll have to do this sound test again. I know I do it every week, piss everyone off. Right. Is um can everyone hear the music? No. Can you hear it now? No. It's on a tie us now. Can you hear it now? Yeah. Oh, okay, and you can hear me, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so if we just close our eyes and just loosen the muscles on the back of your neck, relax your eyebrows, just wriggle your fingers and your toes, clench your whole body, every single muscle, just clench really tight and release. Now, as you're clenching now, we just breathe in through the nose. Pause and release. So one more time as you inhale, as you pause, clench and inhale. Clench. And release. Okay, just let go now. Let go. Completely let go. Let go. Feel like you're sinking into where you're seated and inhale. Exhale. Okay, I want you to imagine your story, the times you've got through, the phases in life, the dragons you've slayed. Think of it all. Be proud. Be proud of what you've overcome. 
Be proud of the things that you've faced. Recall the lessons that you've learned. The purpose in the story. Give yourself some credit now for the times that you've overcome. Now I want you to imagine sharing your message, sharing your lessons, sharing your hero's journey. How are you helping others with what you've learned? And give yourself some credit because you've earned it. You've earned it. Just roll through your mind now. All the lessons that you've learnt. All the dragons that you've slayed. Look at how all those dots joined up. Look how all that happened in alignment. Exactly where you need to be. So the last thing for us to do is to just write down how you felt um, about what you've learned today and how it's made you feel and what you've learned, what you've got from it. Um, I'd probably say to continue this after your call, just to, just to do some journaling. It's really good to think about this before you go to sleep. So maybe settle yourself down and stuff first and then continue with it as a journal prompt. Um, this will be really good, you know, to um, for your subconscious as you're sleeping tonight. Has anybody got any questions? It's okay, hey. It was really good, that one. Love that one. Yeah? Yeah, fab got loads of things that we we want to do haven't we like there's so much there's so much um but yeah we've got a few we're going to be um the numerology stuff the cycle stuff um we'll do the um the different dimensions as well and what yeah. were the other ones pre-done pre sorry i was on you um all about living on autopilot. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is important, isn't it? Um, yeah, okay then, gang. Well, um, I will see you next Monday in Hawaii. Oh. And now. Sounds very nice. Amazing, obviously. Flight loves. Oh, thank you, yeah. I'm flying there so I can get back. I need to, I mean, yeah. to, to, I just hope that that Hawaii stays in amber or green because mm -hmm. it will. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Okay, How gorgeous. Then. Yeah, well, I will uh, see you next week and don't forget to book your self-love Sundays because there's any power places.
Well, that's um, always. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, what else was Lord? Am I, I forgetting something? Oh, anyone that um message for the partnership? Check your emails. It's been an email sent us alive tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, I'll see you soon. Oh, we'll take care. Thank you. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Bye. 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 Thanks very Thanks much, everyone. Guys. Bye. Laura, you stay on. Have you gone? Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's off. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. 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 See you.